Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John June. And of course, I've got my co- my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good? What's good? Oh, man. Week four is upon us. Let's go. I'm mad hype. Uh, yeah, this is a lot of good storylines. Uh, a lot of people coming back from injuries, too. So uh, this should be good. Entertaining week. Oh, yeah, man. This is going to definitely be an entertaining week. It already has been Thursday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Much more entertaining game than a lot of people anticipated. Um, you know, we're obviously going to break that down in for, in, uh, very shortly. Um, but before that, if you hadn't seen the game yet or maybe you want to go back and listen to the Thursday Night Preview to see how right or wrong we may have been, uh, you want to go catch our streams of the week, you can go back and listen to that. Um, if you... We also recorded part two of the game preview. Uh, today we will be recording part, uh, or we sorry, the other day we recorded part one of the game preview. Today we'll be recording part two of the game previews. We'll also be doing um, our it's you know starts of the week money time. Or we're also playing some get money uh, head uh, fan duel head to head between Greg and myself. So uh, without further ado, let's jump into this Thursday night recap, man. And the Broncos. They end up winning this game, uh, 37-28, uh, a, a total of 65, Greg. I know we both took the Ooh. over in this one, but 65, nobody saw that coming. Uh, the good from this game, Melvin Gordon came through in this one, 22 carries, 107 yards, two touchdowns. That stat line being buoyed by a 43-yard touchdown run at the very, very end of the game. Uh, Jamison Crowder, who returned from... From injury to actually perform well, seven catches, 104 yards, uh, and then Jerry Judy also came through, two catches, 61 yards, and one touchdown where he just mossed uh, oh, yeah. Jets cornerback <laughs> Pierre Desir. <laughs> um, and then the guys uh, that I'm sure nobody really started last night: Tim Patrick, uh, six catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jets wide. Uh, Tim Patrick is a Tampa Bay or uh, Denver Broncos wide receiver. Jeff Smith. Uh, Jets wide receiver who actually came off the IR yesterday uh, or on Thursday to then play in this game. Um, you know, seven catches for set for 81 yards. And then Sam Darnold, man, finally a bounce back game from him from a fantasy perspective. Uh, 230 yards uh, through the air, no touchdowns, but 84 yards on the ground and uh, one oh, run of the game. Rushing <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, it was the run of the game, man. I mean, outside, maybe outside of Melvin Gordon's. Uh, you know, uh, stat patter at the end, but this game, this run was, it was great. It was actually happening while we were recording. I was able to keep my, you know, uh, very similar to how Greg had to keep his cool on the Danny Dimes touchdown, had to keep my cool on this one, but it was a third down scramble, uh, which he turned into a 46 yard touchdown. So Greg, what are your 
uh, positive takeaways from this game? What are your thoughts on the positives from this game? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Melvin Gordon for sure. Uh, him getting you know the volume that we expect him to get with no Philip Lindsay. Now he, they should run the ball through him, getting 23 carries, getting the two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he made your day as you know the wide receiver one upside with the volume. Um, but for sure he should he should be a solid wide receiver too. I mean running back too uh, going forward. Uh, that was good for him to see. Uh, Jerry Judy, for those people that started him, that was a you know good play. Uh, just showing his talent right now. I think while he was one of the highest rated receivers coming out of the draft, uh, good to see him kind of break through. And maybe he could be, you know, as a guy with Corlin Sutton out, this could be a, a role he could step into maybe and, and take over as a, a number one receiver and, and get uh, heavily targeted. Because uh, my boy, man, no offense, man, that, that was tough. Uh, he got hurt in the game. He was actually thriving uh, before he got hurt. So that was tough to see. Uh, hopefully he can bounce back. Also, also Sam Darnold with the sprained shoulder too. Uh, hopefully he'll be able to be okay. Um, but yeah, on the Jet side, um, Jamison Crowder when he plays, man, he's he's pretty consistent. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when he's not, he he does get hurt. He does maybe miss a couple games, but when he's in, he's money. I'm not worried about Jamison Crowder being a solid flex and with some wide receiver two upside because uh, he's going to get heavily targeted and he, you know. He's uh, just thriving in the middle, underneath the field, intermediate range. So I, I like Jameson Crowder, uh, no matter what, uh, who, who else is playing and um, what game script is going on. Yeah, Jameson Crowder, uh, you know, has the, the the history of injuries, but last year uh, was the first time he had played all 16 games, uh, hadn't missed a game. Um, you know, there was a, a lull with him at points last year where, you know, there were weeks where he wasn't really productive um, you know, but I, I don't, I don't really know what the correlation with that was. I mean, every, every player just has some bad games, but still, mm-hmm. I think to your point, um, you know, he's, he's showing us, you know, seven catches for 104 yards. I mean, he's showing us, uh, that he's, he's, he's not your typical slot receiver where you're right. only expecting like five for 50, um, you know, you, you're you're expecting, uh, you know, an 80, 90, 100-yard day when Jamison Crowder uh, is out there on the field these days. So, um, like I said, man, definitely interested to pick up Denzel Mims when he gets back because we saw a guy, Jeff Smith, man. I mean, <laughs> Jeff Smith, is a he's, he's a converted quarterback who ends up playing wide receiver, who's an undrafted free agent who, like, started off this season as – the sixth wide receiver on the depth chart crazy <laughs> and crazy his, and and he is activated off the ir and in his first game uh in his first nfl game is getting nine targets from sam Darnold in week and four. he looked good too it was crazy yeah okay. no he, he he looked good and that's fine but i'm just you know this team is sorely in sorely uh sorely in need of some talent, of some receiving weapons. And yep. when Denzel Mims gets back, I have to imagine that he's got to right be shown he's got to be shown some love right away. Yeah, right away. Right away. For, first play, I would just take a deep shot just to let him know that we're here. <laughs> oh yeah, we're here. Except, you know, we got to we got to check that hammy out, you know, make sure it's good. Don't want you, you know. Oh, it's true, true, true. You right, you right, you right. <laughs> we saw we saw the sniper get Lawrence Cager. I don't know if you saw that uh, the wide receiver for the Jets looked like he got he got a sniper hit him while he was running down the left yeah, sideline. There's been a lot so, of those this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, man. Let's let's jump into uh, the matchups this week. And obviously, we covered part one uh, yesterday. 
part two we're covering today. If you if you don't hear uh, the this game um, in the the list of games that we're going through today, or the game that you're interested in, that means that we covered it yesterday. But one of the games that we will not be covering that is Pittsburgh versus Tennessee. We told you that the NFL has already uh, decided to uh, reschedule that game. The NFL has officially moved that game to Week Seven, uh, and the Ravens will now have their their bye week moved to Week Seven instead of where it was in Week Eight. Um, and Week Seven, they were supposed to play the Steelers, but now the Steelers and the Ravens will play in Week Eight, while the Ravens and the or while the Titans and the Steelers play Week Seven. Um, but now the the important news to know is that there have been some you know some more positive tests that have come out of Tennessee uh and so Adam Schefter came out and tweeted uh early Friday Friday morning that this could potentially um impact the standing of the uh Tennessee Titans versus the Buffalo Bills game so you know now we're entering you know dangerous territory here um and so, you know, something to note, something to watch going forward. Greg, where are you at with this? Um, you know, what's your reaction? Yeah, this is this is kind of scary. Um, this has got me ready to sell my Tennessee shares right now because uh, <laughs> missing one week in a row is tough. And, and if you miss two weeks in a row, just this so early in the season, uh, that would be tough, especially if you're in a bad situation like me or like, you know, not uh, the 3-0 or, you know, a 2-1 team. Um, you're going to need these matchups to win. Um, but, yeah, we got to keep an eye on that for sure. Uh, and also it could affect Buffalo next week as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely keep an eye uh, on all those situations. Um, it, yeah, it's adjusting as we go. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get too bad because uh, then then it's going to be a problem for just fantasy football in general. <laughs> oh, yeah, it'll be a problem for fantasy football, real-life football. Uh, all football, yeah. Yeah, yeah football. all football. <laughs> You know, uh, it'll be a problem, but for sure. So something to monitor. If you, if you have Buffalo players, just I don't know, man. I, I I guess I would say to, you know, I mean, who are you really concerned about? Josh Allen. Josh so maybe Allen. Pick up another quarterback. Diggs, Stephon Diggs. St- Stephon Diggs. Um, yeah. You know, start. I mean, if you have start John Brown, acquiring some, some receiver depth. Yeah. 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 Um, you know. I think if you have Devin Singletary or Zach Moss, like you, you should have some depth. But I'm yeah. sure there's teams out there that that don't. Um, yeah, they're probably your they're probably your running back three coming in, so you probably be okay. But Diggs, Diggs, and Josh Allen will be will be big hits. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh all right. Well, um, you know, definitely something to monitor. I mean, positives out of this is that there are some guys dealing with some injuries in from, you know, the Pittsburgh, Tennessee side. Deontay Johnson was in concussion protocol. Uh, you know, A.J. Brown has the bone bruise. That's a good A.J. Brown was possibly going to go this week. He was going to try to give it a go. But this means that he'll definitely be healthy next week if there is a game against Buffalo. So, um you know, these gives these guys some extra time to get ready. That's true. See, we're yeah. not always. AJ Brown could be a guy you can you can probably get pretty easily now. I think. I mean, you could definitely try. I just know that as somebody that has a a lot of shares of AJ Brown, 
there's no way I'm selling them to you right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, a guy like you, yes, I don't think you would sell them. But <laughs> a guy that's frustrated no. and might miss two weeks that hasn't played a snap, basically. Well, AJ Brown played like a half a game, but then that's about it. So they'd be ready yeah, to no. sell, I think. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I think, yeah, I think, I think you're right. Somebody would be tilting, you know, maybe needs, maybe needs depth. You know, we're entering week five, you know, maybe they could be two and three, one and four, oh, and five or oh, and four. I mean, oh, and four, one and three, uh, you know, two and two, we're probably not panicking, but, you know, so they might have to, to sell some players just to, just to get something, uh, yep. you know, all right, let's let's jump into these matchups, man, because I'm excited, bro. Yes, sir. First up, we've got the 0-3 Minnesota Vikings traveling to Houston to take on the 0-3 Houston Texans. This is a 53.5 point over under. Uh, the Texans are 3.5 point favorites. In terms of injuries, uh, Will Fuller did pop up with a hamstring. Seems like according to uh, head coach Bill O'Brien, he was going to be fine, but then on Friday, he was removed from the injury report, so um, seems like he's okay. But that's definitely still something that I, uh, you know, I'm watching closely for sure. I'm not I'm playing him, but I'm watching closely. Uh, Minnesota's still banged up in the secondary. Mike Hughes out with a neck injury. Uh, other cornerback Chris Boyd, he is doubtful. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this matchup? Uh, yeah, so I have the over in this game. I have the Houston Texans. Finally getting that dub, covering and winning the game. Uh, this game is going to be just, I think, a bounce-back spot for Houston in general. The offense specifically, uh, Deshaun should go off. Uh, David Johnson should also go off. We told him to go get David Johnson before, you know, with the early schedule being rough. This is That was the time to buy low. Might be too late after this game for sure. Uh, Will Fuller as well. Even You know, as long as he is able to stay healthy and get through this game, he should have a very good matchup against these Minnesota corners uh, and, you know, even with Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks, just all of these guys I think are in play uh, for the Texans side um, on Minnesota. Houston, you know, Kirk Cousins, uh, I have him as my streamer of the week. I think this is a high-scoring game. I have the over. So, you know, you think you can play him up and be able to trust him uh, and he won't get you that dud he got a couple weeks ago. Um, And Dalvin Cook, man, has been RB1 money all year. Start him up. Uh, and Adam Thielen for sure. He has a tough matchup, um, but I think you know you can still play him. Justin Jefferson though, with all this wide receiver two attention, um, he should have you know advantageous matchups. Uh, and in the high over under, I think you can rely on him as well. If you if you need a flex uh, with the injuries and stuff like that, he's a he's a reliable guy. I think you can go to. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the over here, Minnesota to cover. Uh, Houston to win this game. I mean, like you said, this is a great bounce back spot. Both these defenses are not great. The air or the pass, you can almost do whatever you want to either of these teams. Uh, so it's a great bounce back spot for Deshaun Watson. Fire him up and start this man this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, with with that, have to love the weapons, uh, especially Fuller. Um, you know, Fuller and Cooks. Uh, Co- Cobb is a viable flex play. Uh, as always, you know, you can start Jordan Aikens uh, on the Minnesota side. Cousins is, is good to go in this matchup, like you've been saying all week as, as your stream of the week. And then Dalvin Cook, man, yeah, man, he's been he's been so good. Yeah, man, he's, he's been so good. He's the, he's the RB2 right now. His worst output like, was quiet RB2. Quiet, I feel like. quiet RB2. 
Uh, his worst output was was 16.1 and a half point PPR. And the Vikings are 0-3. Like, what else could you ask for? They haven't <laughs> even had positive game script to just hand him the ball. So, um, obviously, Thielen is a must-start. And like you were saying, with Justin Jefferson there, that's teams can't just double, triple Adam right. Thielen, right. you know, like they like they were doing, because uh, now you got to pay attention to Justin Jefferson, uh, who is now playing more on the outside as opposed to in the slot. Whereas in the first two weeks they were trying to play him in the slot. Um, now if, if Jefferson's playing on the outside, now you can move Thielen around a little bit more. So I really like this for Thielen as well. Um, you know, Jefferson. A little risky coming off the huge game, but again, the peripherals were great. You know, he played seventy-eight percent of the seventy-eight percent of the snaps last week. That was a season high. Uh, like I said, he was playing more on the outside uh, as opposed to in the slot, and he went off. So uh, I think in a matchup like this, in a high total, you can you can play him as a, as a flex play. Um, he's definitely viable. I mean, I know with all the with all the injuries and and like some of this stuff happening with the with the COVID and the Tennessee. Uh, the Titans and the, and the Pittsburgh game, I've I'm like very close to starting him. Um, it's, I think it's, it's it, tough, it really yeah. depends on what what your matchup is, right? Like if you're projected to win, like for me, for example, in the matchup where I'm considering starting him, I'm projected to win by like I think I think it's like five or ten points, and so uh, depending on how, I mean, not even depending, like I I want to be able to just keep greg ward there because i know that's like a in a full point ppr that's like safe points right but yeah, i know the, the upside could be there with jefferson in this high total yeah the complimentary receivers on the waivers this week is pretty good because you have jefferson greg ward t higgins and preston williams i think those four uh it's, it's you know the one any of these guys could really go off i think i'm gonna still take preston and probably greg ward over justin jefferson um, but yeah, I think Jefferson's right there with like T Higgins and as far as what, what he could do this week. Yeah. I mean, seven, seven for one seventy five is yeah. no joke. No <laughs> so joke. I don't want to go chasing the dragon there, but this is a guy, he's a first round pick. He's, he's talented. Uh, so like I, I would not doubt that he could do similar things in this game. But, uh, like you said, there's just so many options, uh, and you could go with this, a guy like with a safe floor like a Greg. Even Wood. Hunter Renfro too. You mentioned him. Hunter Renfro in this great matchup against Buffalo, which obviously we're going to talk about that in a Ooh. second too. But Greg, anybody else in this game that you're in, semi interested in? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, Texans are about to thrive though. Oh yeah, let's get it. Um, all right, next matchup we've got the one and two New Orleans Saints traveling to Detroit to take on the one and two Detroit Lions. It's a 53 and a half point over under. The Saints are four and a half point favorites. In terms of injuries, nothing major for Detroit, but for New Orleans, man, uh, Michael Thomas, he had been a limited participant with a high ankle sprain. The team has already said they didn't want to risk him. They've already ruled him out for this game. Um, Marshawn Lattimore, who was a DMP in practice with a hamstring, uh, he's he was also ruled out in this game as well. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, who is limited participant with a shoulder injury, has also been ruled out. Uh, and then Jared Cook, who was a DMP with a groin, uh, yeah, you know, that he suffered too. in the previous game, he's also been ruled out. So the Saints are banged up. Yeah. Um, in terms of the matchup, you know, I'm taking the over here. I'm take I'm going to take Detroit to cover this spread. Um, 
I almost want to take Detroit to win this game, but I'm going to take New Orleans here. I think they pull this out. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Saints side, you know, Michael Thomas is out, so th- this is this is really easy. Um, you know, this is really easy in terms of Saints I want to play in this game. Um, Alvin Kamara, end of list. Alvin um, Kamara's cousin, <laughs> Alvin Kamara's brother, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, right. <laughs> again and again. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, as long as they're getting me fantasy points, Alvin Kamara's fantasy points, I could put you in my lineup, you know. Uh, but not nah, maybe, maybe I'm being a little hyperbolic there. I think I believe you could play Latavius Murray this week, you know, given the matchup against Detroit and the soft run defense. You know, with all the all the things people are facing in terms of James Conner being out, Derrick Henry being out. I think Latavius Murray could be a viable play uh, against this soft run D, and then. Uh, I mean, you could play Emmanuel Sanders, but with Drew Brees not throwing the ball down the field, upside is limited. Same with Traquan Smith. Uh, on the Detroit side, uh, Stafford is 100% in play, man. The Saints have been given up. Mm-hmm. The, they've given up the fifth most points to the quarterback position, and they've given up a top 14 performance each uh uh, our top four, top fourteen performance each week, and they've given up two top ten performances uh, through those out of two of those three weeks. So yeah, Stafford, Stafford, you can start them up. Uh, I love Kenny Galladay this week. He's back as Stafford's top guy. I think Marvin Jones is in play this week, uh, especially given all the corners, all the injuries that the Saints have at corner. Uh, I know he's been terrible, but I'm willing to give him one more week, man. If I if I really needed him this week. Uh, and then another guy I love this week, TJ Hawkinson. He gets to play the Saints defense that's given up the most fantasy points to opposing teams' tight ends. Uh, so, yeah, start him up too. Yeah, uh, for this game, I have the under. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to cover it, but I'm going to take the Saints to win. I think they're just in desperation mode. And, yeah, like me saying, bad record for the Saints to start is, is pretty odd. So I think they get it done. Um on the same side, yeah, it's it's pretty much Kamara, uh, and uh, they're gonna run this offense through him like they did last week. And now you take away uh, Jared Cook, now it, yeah, that's even more of a reason to give him passes and targets in the uh, in- intermediate end zone and just in general. Uh, Latavius Murray, though, then they'll probably use him more to work him in the carries game on the groundwork. So that'd be good. I think he's a good safe, you know. If you uh, had Derrick Henry, Latavius Murray would be a great, you know, it's nice little sweet spot in there. Uh, to slide in um on the Detroit Lions side yeah Matthew Stafford if Kenny Galladay's here it just made him just 10 times better as far as getting down the field you saw it right away uh Matthew Stafford's value just came right back uh as that sleeper quarterback that we thought he'd be fantasy quarterback uh putting up big numbers so I think Kenny Galladay and him should work well together uh Marvin Jones yeah it's tough for me I think Danny Amendola has the better matchup but yeah I think uh, after Kenny Galladay, uh, Marvin Jones in a tough spot. I think you can play uh, just because that you know that boom game is still coming. I know it's coming and it could be at any point. Um, so the three touchdowns tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I can, I could totally see that. So yeah, I think um, you could trust Marvin Jones in in, in a tough spot as a, a low influx here. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much uh, pretty much it. I, Saints are really bad banged up. I didn't realize that Jared Cook, Michael Thomas, that uh, it was a both going to be out because Michael Thomas was practicing a little bit, so it was interesting to see. Yeah, I'm. They are banged up. I mean, so I I didn't talk about it. You didn't talk about it. Maybe we're just we're just mentally trying to stay uh, completely away from the situation. What are you doing with the Detroit backfield? <sighs> um. Yeah, I'm. 
it's still Swift for me. It's always been Swift. Uh, just his. He had a, la- a complete lack of involvement last week, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, they were. Yeah. They faced just, positive game script. It was probably the first time all year. Uh, yeah. No, second time all year that they tough. were in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, AP. I don't think I could trust anyone. <laughs> no. And this is a revenge game for AP. You know, the Saints cut him after week two. He said out. <laughs> he was the one that said Alvin Kamara free. You know, That's so true. like. <laughs> uh yeah I, I i don't know i mean maybe in this game because swift you know could be a little i have the under but it's still some points in this game for sure mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It could be swift a little bit uh but that's so it's just so hard to predict i'm not starting any of them yeah i'm i'm not starting a, i'm not starting a detroit running back i but <laughs> okay i will ask you this though because i know you you roster derrick henry if you had AP, would you really be looking at him <laughs> considering Ooh. if you had Derrick Henry? AP was sitting on your bench. If AP sitting on my bench, uh, yeah, super desperate and no one wanted to trade with me, yeah, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still finding going out to try to trade before I start AP, honestly. AP but, or Brian Hill? Brian Hill. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian Hill. Okay, AP or Jamal Williams? <laughs> J- Jamal Williams. Yeah, I think I I'll take Jamal Williams as well. Uh, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get like you know a two point two or three yards per carry. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather just yeah go go to those guys. Yeah, I'll take even Jeff Wilson Jr. over AP. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah, I, I think I would I would do that just for the two three touchdown game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on to the next matchup, man. We've got the 0-3 New York Giants traveling to L.A. to take on the 2-1 L.A. Rams. This is a 48.5 point over under. The Rams are 13-point favorites. Uh, in terms of injuries for the New York Giants, cornerback safety Julian Love is questionable with a knee injury. Uh, safety and punt returner Jabril Peppers is out with an ankle injury. Uh, and then on the Rams side, uh, Cam Akers he is out uh, with the rib injury. Um, so, Greg, where are you at in terms of this matchup? Uh, I have the over. Uh, I have the Giants covering, and uh, but I have the Rams winning um, in this game. I think the Rams, you know, just continue to you know thrive on that momentum on their, especially offensively. They're putting up points. They're moving well uh, with Daryl Harrison. Using Malcolm Brown a little bit in the red zone, but it's pretty much Daryl Henderson right now. We'll see. If we talked about it early in the week. If he's going to trust him as the starter, uh, I think he will. So he'll get majority of the touches. Um, the receivers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, um, you know, even Van Jefferson, and I think you know Josh Reynolds could be a, maybe sneaky plays. But I think the one to target right now is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup should be uh, in a, a advantageous matchup, especially in the slot. Um, you know, the Giants were able to hold down guys in that those positions the last couple of weeks, but they weren't playing Cooper Cup. Uh, we saw mm-hmm. what Juju did to them, um, so I think this mm-hmm. is uh, a good start for him. Um, on the Giants' side, uh, Golden Tate, he has some opportunity. Uh, I like him a little bit. Uh, Danny Jones should bounce back a little bit. He's still, you know, under that QB2. This is the, this is the last start of the, the that, tr- that horrible first four starts that we were talking about early in the year of the what could go wrong and that was exactly what went wrong so <laughs> um if you want to buy low on a quarterback daniel jones is probably the one i think um so go get him because uh, after this week his schedule is nice and he has some qb1 upside i think for sure um 
Uh, Evan Ingram, he's got to step up. You showed me that stat about Evan Ingram still hasn't had a tight end one week. Um, that's pretty <laughs> tough, especially for where you drafted him, for sure. And we both predict him to be a top eight tight end. So, um, he's yeah, got to step up. Maybe I, I called him out in week one. Maybe if I do it again, he'll have a, a decent week. He got the six for 66. But uh, I think you can play him. Um, it's really those two, Evan Ingram and, and Golden Tate, though. As, and Darius Slayton as well, because that connection is always there. Yeah, man. I mean, so I'm taking the under. I'm taking the Rams to cover and and win this game. Uh, the Rams have been so good, man. I think that's flying under the radar. I mean, they. I know they lost last week to the Bills. They were down 28-3, end up coming mm-hmm. back and losing in the final seconds of that game. But uh, they're really good. So I think they dominate this one. I mean, the Rams are number one in offensive success rate in both the run and the pass. And as I said a couple weeks ago, man, Sean McVay is back to cooking. Uh, and now this New York Giants defense is better than people are thinking. But yep. Pepper's out. That ding, uh, that dings this run defense. That's fourth in defensive success rate against the run. So I'm starting up Daryl Henderson, Woods, Cup. Uh, I think Goff is also in, good, in a good play in, in this matchup as well. I'm not really in on Tyler Higby. I wasn't in on him coming into the season because I always felt you could you could either be in on Cup or you could be in on Higby, and you couldn't be in on both because of the 12 personnel stuff. I was in on Cup, and obviously Higby had a three-touchdown game. But outside of that, he's he's been the tight end 21 both weeks. Uh, typically, the Giants are a pretty good matchup for the tight end, but they've been the fifth most, the fifth best against that position through three weeks. So. Uh, this game could be ugly for the Giants, so I'm staying away from anyone, uh, you know, pretty much not named, I guess, uh, Evan Ingram at tight end because, I mean, what other tight ends are you playing? Uh, I mean, True. I think Evan Ingram's upside just based off the talent and the targets is as good as any other tight end. I mean, it's like Evan Ingram or Logan Thomas. Yeah, I'm taking Evan Ingram. Yeah. Evan yep. Ingram, right? Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I, I, I would say potentially Darius Slayton, but it's it's tough. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm thinking about a little more. I think, well, Tate and Darius Land are both low-end flex. Yeah, but if I had to choose one, Tate is the safer option as far as getting those targets and those receptions, especially in the PPR league. All right, moving on to the next matchup, man. We've got the 3-0 and Buffalo Bills traveling to Las Vegas to take on the 2-1 and Las Vegas Raiders. This is a 52.5 point over under. The Bills are three-point favorites in terms of injuries. Uh, for Buffalo, Zach Moss is questionable with the toe injury that kept him out last week. John Brown was removed from the injury report, so this is good news. Um, and then, you know, this pass of, well, it's good news for him in this past game. Uh, and then for the Raiders, rookie uh, first round cornerback Damon Arnett, who is dealing with a thumb injury, has since undergone, undergone surgery and was placed on the IR, uh, the injured reserve. So he'll be out. Uh, six to eight weeks, and then Henry Ruggs, uh, rookie wide receiver, uh, first-round pick for the Raiders, is doubtful with a hamstring injury, and then uh, Brian Edwards, rookie wide receiver, uh, third-round pick for the Raiders, is doubtful with an ankle injury, so the Raiders are are banged up at pass catcher. In terms of the matchup, I'm taking the under here, Buffalo to cover, Buffalo to win. This Buffalo offense is on fire. Uh, Josh Allen coming off three straight 300-yard games with a 400-yard game mixed in there. 
12 total touchdowns, 10 through the air, two on the ground. Uh, this guy has been a stud, and, and I expect that to continue in this one. Las Vegas has been better as a, a pass defense uh, versus mm-hmm. last year. They're you know they're 12th in in, def- in pass defense efficiency through three weeks, uh, but they are banged up, and you know they are a terrible uh, terrible run defense where they're 26th in run defense efficiency according to SharpFootballStats.com. So uh, I expect a nice day for Allen both through the air and on the ground. Uh, you know, Brian Dayball, creative offensive coordinator, I think he utilizes his quarterback on the ground. Uh, I, I do like Diggs, uh, so I could get behind. Uh, I, I mean, I like Diggs. I could get behind Cole Beasley, even with, with Brown being healthy. Uh, question is, what are you doing at running back? Uh, I think Singletary is probably the play in this backfield this week. If, if you play Moss, you're, you're, it seems like you're going to be looking for a touchdown. Um, on the Raiders' side, I do like Darren Waller this week. Uh, obviously, he's going to bounce back from from not having to play against Bill Belichick. And then um, I also really like Hunter Renfro. He's got the great matchup here with Bill Slot quarterback uh, Teron Johnson, who's given mm-hmm. up. You know, he's been something of a goldmine for for the Word. slot, according, <laughs> according to PFF. Uh, he's given up the most catches from the slot and the most targets through three weeks. We had a big, we had a big week from Jamison Crowder. We had big weeks from Mike Kosecki and Isaiah Ford in week two. And then in week three, we got Cooper Cup. And so uh, fire up Hunter Renfro, man. Yes, sir. Uh, and I also really like Josh Jacobs this week. The Bills are, are 32nd in run defense efficiency. So uh, I like Josh Jacobs to potentially, uh, you know, uh, have a good, have a, a bounce back game from his you know his last two games have been okay you know I expect them to have a you know a a serviceable game here uh, where they're only three point dogs. Word yeah I'm with you I have the under in this game I have the Bills covering and I have the Bills winning uh, on the Buffalo side yeah Josh Allen is going to continue his sleeper and you know MVP year. <laughs> And then, uh, uh, you know, continue. I think Devin Singletary is the guy that you would also lean towards to, just like Daryl Henderson. I think he will also continue to get the majority of touches as, as Zach must come back from the injury. He's already questionable, and uh, um, Devin Singletary is a little hot right now. So I would continue to play him as a RB, low-win RB2 uh, in this matchup. Um, Diggs and John Brown, I like those receivers. Uh, Diggs is a safe low-win one. Uh, John Brown is, you know, a safe low-win uh, two and uh, or three. Um, he, th- th- these guys are, are going to get targeted as jo- you know Josh Allen is throwing the ball way more down the field, which is great to see. Um, I'm kind of fading Kobe's a little bit. Lamarcus Joyner scares me uh, as far as a matchup, um, so he, he's pretty good. Uh, but on the you know Raider side, uh, Josh Jacobs, yeah, I think you can definitely play him. You're starting him up, uh, and yeah, Hunter Renfro, yeah, you talked about that slot matchup. It's, it's beautiful. Uh, Teron Josh is giving up 20.4 fantasy points to his uh you know re- opposing receiver so it lock it in it's it's a green spot put it in uh hunter renfro and darren waller for sure uh gotta play him just based off opportunity and you know he's one of the top tight ends and, and it's the tight end position in fantasy so you're not pinching darren waller yeah no nah, absolutely not um yeah i mean so john john brown he scares me just a little bit man i mean he popped mm-hmm. up on the injury report two weeks ago with the foot and then he comes out in this game uh, gets hurt, goose eggs. True. Uh, then he's on the injury report all week, but then they pull him off the injury report last minute. Uh, you know how NFL teams are with these injuries, man. Like, could be a decoy. Like, could be just I don't know. I don't yeah. even know. I mean, granted, I know everything that's going on. You maybe you have to look at John Brown. Maybe you look at the matchup here. I'm just 
For I mean, me, we did name a lot of receivers you could put over. So I would take Hunter Renfro over John Brown in this matchup. Yes, I would take yeah. Hunter Renfro over John Brown in this matchup as well. Yep. Um. All right. Moving on to the next matchup, man, and this one's gonna be oh, this one's gonna be so good. Oh, uh, we got the two and one New England Patriots traveling to Kansas City Arrowhead Stadium to take on the three and zero Kansas City Chiefs, Patty. and we've got a fifty two and a half point over under. Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. Defensive tackle Chris Jones for the for the Kansas City Chiefs was limited participant in practice and is questionable with a groin injury on the uh, New England side. Sony Michelle is questionable with a quad. Uh, Julian Edelman is questionable with a knee. Greg, do you know anything about Damon Harris? I have not heard. I know that he practiced this week. I is there any expectation um, that he'll play? I don't think so. He's not really, but he's not on the injury report at all. Uh, it's just that he was taken off of IR. I'm, I wouldn't do anything with him, but I think he's going to maybe suit up. Because he's not, he's not on the injury report for either side. The bats, yeah. I, yeah, that's definitely the case. I mean, we're not starting him anyway, no, just no. it's just you know, stash you know, him. The Patriots secret with all this stuff, yeah. They're all, watch him come yeah. out and just like be used heavily, <laughs> right? Starting running back 30. Ca- yeah, I mean, that would not Chiefs surprise wouldn't, me. Wouldn't, in his uh, first, scout for him <laughs> in his first in his first game. That would not surprise me. Oh, no, absolutely not. I mean, it was a, it was, it was a hand injury. I'm, he, I'm sure he was still running, he was staying in shape. Like, yeah. All right, Greg, what do you have in this matchup, man? Uh, in this game, this excellent game right here, I have the over. I have the Patriots covering, but I got Patty and the Chiefs winning. Uh, yeah, this is going to be another good game, kind of like that Seattle-New England game. I expect, uh, you know, the Patriots to show up and, and do what they got to do, both these you know, top five, top ten offenses. <clears throat> so on the Patriots side, you know it's going to be Cam. Uh, I think he might have to play hero ball in this one. And Cam at hero ball is at a top QB1 mm-hmm. level. Uh, he didn't mm-hmm. have to come through last week. Uh, you know, Rex Burkhead took those touchdowns away. But um, he's going to have to put up points uh, to match Patty. So this is good for him. And this is good for his two receivers, uh, Nikhil Harry and Julian Edelman. I think you could trust Edelman. I'm not, I probably want to go and start Nikhil Harry. Uh, just so I, I need to see some more consistency. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he gets heavily targeted in this game. So if you are desperate, you might have to go for him uh, in this high over under. Um, the running back situation, I'm not touching. Uh, still can for me as far as the running production um, and him having to play hero ball. Uh, on the Kansas City side, uh, it's of course, it's Patty. It's Clyde, you're starting for sure. Uh, Tyreek Hill, you're starting. Sammy Watkins, I think you can also rely on him. Um, he you know, played well last week again off the injury. So he's that number two receiver, and he's guaranteed to get close to 10 t- targets. Uh, I would lock him in and put him in uh, as a high upside flex. Um, and, you know, one of those complimentary receivers is going to go off. The McCall Harmon, it was his week last week. Um, who would it be this week? Of course, Travis Kelsey is still starting as well. Uh, it's just a matter of that McCole Harmon, Demarcus Robinson, uh, those guys, who is going to step up as far as that complimentary receiver in, in the high over-under game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going to take New England to cover. I'm taking Kansas City to win the game. On the Pat side, I'm a bit, I'm a bit fearful of the upside in this one for uh, Cam and the Pat and the Pat's offense. I mean, I know, Greg, we talked about it. I, I would mm-hmm. consider pivoting to Ryan Fitzpatrick if I could. But like you said, man, this could be the Cam Hero Ball game, and I hate missing out on the three touchdown games. It's just, it's just so tough. But yeah, uh, if there is any hope. It's that this KC defense can be beat on the ground 
Uh, this pass offense is fifth in, in run offense efficiency and might be seeing the success that Baltimore was having early until they went away from it. So, um, you know, Belichick and McDaniels, they're 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 probably they're going to do what's the best for their team, which puts them in the most advantageous matchup. And that, that seems like it's going to be Cam running the rock. So um, definitely going to be something to monitor there. I mean, you have to make a decision, not monitor. Like, are you playing Cam or not? I think you can play him. I just I think for I think where I'm coming from is I don't know what the obviously we know the, we know what the upside is, but I think the upside in this game could be capped. But um the New England defense, not nearly as good as it was last year. Bill Belichick, he's still the master chef over there, so I'm sure he'll have something cooking up for Patrick Mahomes, but it won't be enough. So fire <laughs> up Mahomes, uh, along with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and give me Clyde Edwards-Alaire, man. I mean, we've oh, been yeah. like, we've been preaching for a while now how bad this uh, New England run defense is. For like a year, I've been oh, trying yeah. to let since, people since know. Since that Nick Chubb game back in <laughs> Back in Cleveland last year when he destroyed him. Yeah, this is a vulnerable rush defense. This is a vulnerable run defense. I've been trying to tell people. I've been preaching. But, look, if you don't believe me, hear me out. Um, they're currently, the, the New England Patriots are currently 24th in run defense efficiency, right? 24th. But so far through three weeks, they faced the eighth easiest schedule of run offenses. So you tell me how that matches up. They faced the <laughs> top, a top third of the league schedule in terms of run defenses or run offenses but they are bottom a bottom third team in terms of their ability to stop the run so um i I like it man the chiefs meanwhile the chiefs are 19th in run offensive efficiency but they face the sixth hardest schedule of run defenses according to sharpfootballstats.com so i think Clyde edwards lair he's in a great spot this week especially with the opportunities he's been getting and then the complimentary receivers like you were saying i'm afraid of of a Harmon, man like i know he yeah. had the good game last week but i went and I looked at the snaps that was the first thing i checked because we've seen this from mccall Harmon before oh four catches six targets that stat line looks pretty good a uh, hundred yards and a touchdown wow Miko Harmon must be getting more playing time nope 39 percent of the snaps so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not falling into that trap yeah me either uh, yeah I'm, I'm not falling into the trap, man. Uh, mind you, Sammy Watkins had eight targets last week on 87% of the snaps. He's the only complimentary piece I'm interested in yep. uh, in this offense. Uh, Demarcus Robinson, again, he's still playing more snaps than me, Cole. He's always, on, so he's, he's always in play. I still always think about the two touchdowns that he dropped in week one. Uh, so, oh, you know. If you're in DFS or something, Demarcus Robinson, he's a he's, he's probably a nice Millions uh, blind spot had, play. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> um, Greg, anything else on this matchup other than you can't wait to see it? Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see this. Just, uh, well, man, Patty versus Cam, yo, that, that's the first I'm hearing that. So this is going to be nice to see. Yeah, man, apparently they were effusive in, in their praise for one another this week. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, the next matchup, we've got the 0-2-1 Philadelphia Eagles traveling to San Francisco. This is Sunday night football, 46-point over-under. San Francisco 49ers are seven-point favorites. Uh, In terms of injuries, Miles Sanders is dealing with a glute injury, uh, so he's a little butthurt right now, Um, but he, (laughs) he he should be good to go. Uh, in terms of wide receivers, obviously everybody's banged up for the for the 
uh, Eagles, Jalen Rager's on IR. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, he's still out with the foot injury. Um, Deshaun Jackson was DMP at practice on Friday. So looks like Greg, I think there was a report Greg Ward was the only healthy receiver that practiced on Friday, yeah. uh, that practiced the other day. So cornerback uh, Avante Maddox, he's doubtful with an ankle, expected to miss a week or two. Uh, and then on the San Fran side, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback for the 49ers, is questionable with an ankle. The 49ers have made it seem like he has a chance to play, but I'm not sure he plays. Um, and then in terms of, uh, well, cornerback uh, Emmanuel Mosley, he's DMP with a concussion. Uh, so the, the Niners are banged up, but you know who's not banged up? George Kittle, he's good to go. So that's a boost for the Niners. Also, they get back Debo Samuel. Uh, won't be used in his full capacity, uh, but he will be he will be available in this game. So, um, in terms of the game, I'm taking the over here, taking San Fran to cover, taking San Fran to win. Philly is just underperformed, man. Each of the first three games, uh, you know, they're they're limited in terms of pass catchers with Goddard, Rager, Alshon Jeffrey all missing time. Uh, Djax may be out. So I'm looking at Greg Ward, man. Uh, yes, steady pass catching option, you know. Uh, led the team in, or he would well, he lead the team in targets. He was he up did. there in targets yep, last. He led the team in targets last week, eleven targets. Um, but an, also another deep league play I'm looking at, uh, maybe a DFS play. The, John Hightower, man. He led all wide receivers in snaps. He's a rookie. Uh, he led all wide receivers in snaps last week, even more than Greg Ward. Uh, he's a rookie wide receiver. I think he's a fifth or a sixth round pick. Um, but he's 6'1", 189 pounds, has legit 4'4 speed. Uh, and so he could fill that deep threat role that the that Deshaun Jackson usually fills. Uh, hopefully this team leans on Sanders a bit more in this one. Uh, Miles Sanders, I'm meaning. Uh, and then on the San Fran side, uh, seems like Nick Mullins is set to make his second straight start. Uh, George Kittle is back, so he should be highly utilized in this matchup. Uh, and then Debo Samuel is back, uh, but I don't think you can play him in this one. And then Brandon Ayuk, he's an interesting flex, but you know with all these options available to the Niners, I don't know how safe his floor is. But I think you could you could look to him in a game. Uh, you know, some, you know, uh, Kyle Shanahan, creative offensive mind. There's a lot of injuries, you know. Maybe Debo doesn't do a lot of the 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 running stuff that he used to do. So maybe some of that stuff goes to Ayuk, who we saw do it well last week. So something to watch. But Greg, where are you at with this game, man? Uh, yeah, with this game, I have hold up. Yeah, I have uh the over in this game. I have the San Francisco 49ers covering, and I have the 49ers winning. Um, yeah, the Eagles are just really banged up. Carson Wentz has not been playing well at all. Um, I believe he's got two interceptions in all three, at least two interceptions in the first three games. Uh, so that doesn't bode well uh, for, you know, if you if you, like in John Hightower, I'm not sure if just Carson Wentz just hasn't been that good. I, I trust mm-hmm. Greg Ward in mm-hmm. the short and intermediate mm-hmm. part, getting all those targets. But uh, getting downfield, it's not about him. It's more about Carson Wentz. So I'm going to stay away uh, from that, especially Miles Sanders, though. Got to start him up, rely on him for sure. So him and Greg Ward are guys you can definitely start with confidence uh, and then will have opportunity for sure and could thrive in this matchup. Uh, on the 49ers side, uh, I got to go. Yeah, 
it's going to be tough. Definitely the running game. I look to first, though. Jarek McKinnon, he's back off the injury report, so that's good to see. Uh, start him back up as well as, well as Jeff, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, mm-hmm. You saw him being used in the red zone. I think he can, again, get those touchdowns. He's a king touchdown vulture, but Jarek McKinnon also got one as well last week. So both these guys are in play. Uh, and as far as receivers, uh, George Kittle's back, so he's going to demand all the targets. Uh, he's first on that list for sure. I think Brandon Ayuk comes second, uh, so he can ha- fill in uh, for this complimentary role until Debo Samuel uh, starts to you know th- emerge and thrive like he did last year. Um, so I think Ayuk is a you know deep league flex play. Uh, and I forgot to mention Zach Ertz. Yeah, you have to start him up with with. Greg yeah, Ford I forgot to well. mention him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know yeah, er, especially with with Goddard out as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, I, I failed to mention the Niners' backfield too. I mean, like you said, you start those guys. Uh, you know, McKinnon, McKinnon's healthy, mm-hmm. uh, coming off the rib injury, so he's good to go. Um, all right, let's move on to the next matchup: Monday Ooh. Night Football. Man, it's the zero and three Atlanta Falcons. Oh man, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Falcons fans. Uh, traveling to Green Bay to take on the three three and zero. Atlanta Falcons or Green Bay Packers. This is a fifty-six and a half. It should point be three zero. Oh, right, you're right. You should be saying should, that. <laughs> no, it should be three zero. Oh, uh, this is a three uh, fifty-six and a half point over under. The Green Bay Packers are seven point favorites in terms of injuries. Julio Jones is questionable with a hamstring, but is expected to play. Calvin Ridley has been dealing with an ankle, and he's questionable for this game. Um, Keanu Neal. Safety for the uh, for the Atlanta Falcons was a DMP on Thursday with a hamstring injury. Russell Gage, wide receiver for the Falcons, is still in concussion protocol. Uh, I'm expecting him not to play. And then uh, Youngway Koo, kicker for the Atlanta Falcons, is doubtful with the groin and not expected to play. For the Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams is questionable with the hamstring that kept him out last week. He said if he's not 100%, he's not going to play. So, uh I don't really know. I'm kind of expecting him to play. Um, but in other injury news, Alan Lazard had the breakout game last week, um, but he ended up needing to undergo core muscle surgery. So he's out indefinitely. Green Bay Crazy. is also banged up. Yeah. Green Bay is also banged up a bit on defense with several guys questionable to play. Greg, what do you got in this matchup? Uh, in this game, I have the over. Uh, I'm going to take the Falcons to cover, um, but I'm going to take the Packers to win. Uh, yeah, this is about to be a super shootout. Uh, just Atlanta's defense. Is, again, <clears throat> you talked about how bad it is. It still hasn't gotten better. you got to play all your guys on the Packers side as far as them. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he has you know, started the week potentially. He has QB1 potential right here in this matchup. Um, Aaron Jones, of course, is you know my guy, our, our guy. He's he's gonna thrive as well. Start him up. I am praying that Devontae Adams can play because if he plays, mm-hmm. this man's matchup is elite. So he, mm-hmm. he can he will, he would dominate on the field, uh, especially you know Alan Lazar being hurt. Um, you know I'm still not trusting. I can't trust MVS as far as just him. It's been too long where he's had the opportunity to be. Oh, you know MVS. MVS is you know the the guy that the talent that we got, but. Uh, he's still, you know, not giving you that that boom game or like he'll have it, but he's just not super consistent. So I'm hoping Devontae Adam plays. I think he is going to play, and I think he dominates. Um, and also on the Atlanta side, Matt Ryan, you have to start him up. Uh, you have to start uh, the receivers is tough. So 
Russell Gage, I don't think he's going to go. So you're probably benching him. Uh, Julio, I think if he goes, I will probably start him. Um, Calvin Ridley is probably not going to play as well. So, yeah, it's it's probably Julio and Hayden. Wait, Calvin Ridley's sure. not going to play? It, uh, is he not? I thought he had some reports too of him being. No, I mean I know I know I know there was possi- I know it was a possibility. I uh, just true. didn't know that. If he, he was... if he goes, then I think yeah he's he's in play. Um, but Julio, Calvin Ridley, and Hayden Hurst for sure. I think he can go. Um, yeah, um, Calvin Ridley missed practice. Yeah, uh, Todd Gurley. I think he's a low in RB two in this matchup. Yeah. Um, as well with Brian Hill having some intrigue. Uh, I'm even as far as to go to start him over AP, so I think he has some deep league flex value for sure. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, it seems like we're gonna have to take you know Calvin really down to the wire. Um, yeah, the Monday you know, night. So Ooh. it's Monday night, but you know you're gonna have to do. I mean, MVS, <laughs> MVS. Oh man, MVS. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm taking the under here. I'm taking Green Bay to to cover and win the game. Aaron Rodgers is on fire right now, so you have to fire this man up, uh, especially against this Atlanta defense that gives up the most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Uh, also, got to love Devontae Adams if he plays. I, like you said, I'm I'm hoping he plays. I'm banking on him playing. Uh, also, <laughs> I like MVS in this matchup, man. I mean, look, there's going to be targets available. Uh, Alan Lazard is out. I mean, he had the big week one against Minnesota, against Detroit. He got you 7.9 and a half point mm-hmm. PPR where, you know, if you start MVS and he gets you 7.9, that's actually pretty decent, you know? Yeah, that's um, true. And then, you know, he, he, he you know, he gave us the, a one point outing against New Orleans last week, but <laughs> Alan Lazard went nuclear. I mean, yes, sir. no Alan Lazard, you know, Devontae Adams is going to go nuts, but, you know, I think there's there's going to be... I think there's going to be some targets here. I think he's a he's a he's a useful pivot from a Calvin Ridley. You know, if he's out or Julio, if he's out or Devontae, yeah. if he's out. Yeah, in that game. Yeah, I think you can do that. Uh, just, yeah, there was no Devontae last game, and still, it's just always a receiver out, and you would think he would step up, and he just uh, won't do it yet. And it's always the games you not expect him to do well. He just puts up points. Well, you're not expecting him to do well this oh, game, that's Greg. True. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, and you know I like my man Robert Tanyan this week. Uh, has yep. a great matchup, uh, especially, you know, Alan Lazard being out. That's more targets available. And then Aaron Jones, man, he's balling right now. Obviously, he had the, the week two explosion. Uh, but outside of that, Jones has had 15.6 points uh, in his other two games. Uh, and then, you know, I think you can flex Jamal Williams. I know we've been talking about it. You know, if, if you're in trouble, I think you can flex him this week. Uh, he's run 42 routes to uh, Jones 51. Only six teams have only six teams have given up more receptions to the running back position than the Atlanta Falcons. And uh, again, I keep saying it, but with Lazard out, uh, I think, and you know, potentially even Adams limited, I think I think Williams makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think um, if you can slide Devonte in your flex. And if you're projected mm-hmm. to win, mm-hmm. I think slide in Jamal Williams over <laughs> over MBS, you know, get some safe points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, um, I, I might still, I mean, if I'm winning at that point, I might just still start Devontae Adams. True, true. Just, just for can't take the, the upside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, But, you know, so, I, yeah, this is going to be a great game, a lot of points. I'm trying to start people from this game, all the healthy mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Um, any interest in Hayden Hurst? Uh, I do because um, just with the injuries at the receiver, uh, they're all banged up, all three of them. So 
I think he might Ryan should rely on him a little more um, to target him. So I think he has some tight end one upside for this one. Yeah, I'm trying to see where Green Bay is in terms of what they give up to the tight end. They're ninth against uh, the tight end. Uh, they played Minnesota, Detroit, and New Orleans. Uh, you know, I guess decent. Um, okay, yeah, no, I, I, I uh, yeah, I'm not excited to play Hayden Hurst, but I think with all these injuries, like you said, you, you could play him. Yeah. Um, especially with Russell Gage out, actually. Yeah. With Russell Gage out, I think. Hayden Hurst then makes a ton yeah, of sense. Middle of the field, yep. Yeah. All right, let's get to this money time, man, Greg. Ooh. Starts oh. of the week. Let's go. So, Greg, your quarterback start of the week, brother. What do you got? Oh, man, man I, I talked about this offense having a bounce-back week. Deshaun Watson is going to have a mm. bounce-back performance, you guys. He's going to dominate uh, versus Minnesota. Uh, you you got to start him up. I'm just – a guy we talked about being a top five QB. We both ha- you know, have him in our top five. You have him as your QB three. So, yeah, this we talk about the tough schedule. Um, very tough, and he's going to bounce back, uh, definitely. And, and just take this offense and carry it and be Superman that we know him to be. Oh, yeah, I love that, man. He was definitely in consideration. But I had to go show my guy some love over here. Got to go with Joe Burrow, the Joe rookie Burrow. quarterback. Let's go. The trifecta. My breakout quarterback is the QB 10 through three weeks. But I don't oh. think we've seen that ceiling game yet. Like, we haven't seen it yet. But, again, this guy is second in pass attempts, second in air yards with 1,141. He's going up against Jacksonville, which is Dead last in pass defense efficiency, giving up the six most fancy points to the quarterback position. Meanwhile, Cincinnati is first in neutral game neutral game script pass rate, so expect him to have a high volume of pass attempts against a Jacksonville defense that gives up the most fantasy points per drop back to the quarterback position and also allow the 13th most fantasy points on the ground to the quarterback position. So yeah, the trifecta, Joey B, or just Joe, start this guy up, man. Yes, sir, Joe Burrow. I like that. Greg, running back start of the week, man. What do you got? Oh, man, you know, I'm going to slide it in. I'm going to get that nice little stack. You know, I like doing that. I'm going to go with David Johnson on the same Mm -hmm. offense in that same game versus Minnesota. Minnesota's not good against the quarterback. They're not good against the running back. They're not good against the wide receiver. So you got to start David (laughs) Johnson. Uh, Opportunity shares third amongst running backs. He's dominating these touches as far as the RB backfield. Duke Johnson's been banged up all year. They're going to run it through him. And also be targeted, uh, yep, and going against that bottom 10 rush defense. Uh, start David Johnson up and get you a nice stack going on. Oh, man, man, I love that. You Minnesota defense, they also give up the most fancy points to the water boy, so I start my water boy against them every time, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in terms of my running back start of the week, I'm going with James Robinson, man, Ooh. going up against the Cincinnati Bengals, who have given up the second most rushing yards to the running back. Uh, they've they, the fifth most fancy points to the running back position. They've just been a C for running back since going back to last year. So Robinson, he's fifth in running back rush share. He's got a ten and a half. Uh, he's got a ten point five percent target share. Coming off a great game against Miami last uh, on Thursday Night Football last week. I expect this this streak to keep going, man. Undrafted free agent. No, we just call him starting running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. James Robinson. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I like that. I mean, I've talked about all those receivers on Jacksonville. James Robinson's probably the most consistent one right now, so that's good to see. Oh, yeah, man. Greg, wide receiver start of the week, man. What do you got? Oh, yeah, I got my my guy, OBJ. You know, he's going to, you know, get it done versus Dallas. 
target share is up there. Six amongst wide receivers at 28.2. Uh, the air target target share is, is top five as well among wide receivers. He's dominating this air game for the Browns. We know they're going to have to air it out against Dallas to put up points. It's just a smash spot for Odell to dominate whoever's covering him. It doesn't matter. Odell's going to you know thrive for you and give you wide receiver one performance. Oh, man, I, I, I love this one, man. Oh, this is a huge bounce back spot for Odell. Uh, I almost made him my start of the week, but I had to go with my guy, Baby Tron, Kenny Galladay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Went six for seven, 57 yards, and a touchdown in his first game back. Got a 22.5% target share in his first game for the Lions. He's matched up with the Saints team. That's banged up. They're going to be without Marshawn Lattimore, who's their starting corner, <laughs> and Janoris Jenkins, who's their other starting corner. And the Saints' pass defense was already struggling before that. So give me Kenny Galladay in a game with a 53.5 point total where the Lions are 4.5 point dogs. I'll take that all day. Kenny G, Kenny Galladay, Baby Tron, fire the man up. Yeah, you talked about how DJ Shark was very missing his offense. Kenny Galladay, you just tell. He just puts into this offense mm. and it's just the one, the one, the guy that the X factor for this, this, this team. Yeah, man, you argue that he was the reason why the defense got three interceptions last week, man. <laughs> like, Kenny G just got that energy, man. Yeah, man. Greg, tight end start of the week, brother. What do you got? Oh, man, I talked about in part one that this this whole offense is going to dominate. Mark Andrews is going to be part of that versus the Washington football team. Uh, you know, the two inconsistent weeks after the big week in week one, uh, I think we're going to go back to those week one numbers uh, versus Washington in a good matchup. Uh, he's going to be, you know, tops in target share for, you know, tight end. He's uh, up there as far as getting that those targets. And Lamar Jackson is going to look to him down the field along with Hollywood Brown and look to him in the red zone. I think he gets a touchdown in this one. Mark Andrews, start him up. Oh, yeah, man. I got to love that. I think you're expecting this whole Baltimore team to come out guns blazing, firing on all cylinders after this loss. Uh, there's there's no way. There's no way that Mark Andrews, uh, Lamar Jackson, Hollywood Brown, all those guys play as poorly as they did last week. Yeah, no. Nah. My tight end start of the week, that will be TJ Hawkinson. That's right. I, I guess I like Detroit this week. I don't know. But like I said earlier, <laughs> the Saints, they give up the most fantasy points to the tight end position. And again, the high total here, slight underdogs, banged up secondary for the Saints. It just makes so much sense to go with Hawkinson in week four. So TJ Hawkinson, fire that man up. Let's go. Yes, sir. I like it. Get money, money, take money, take money, yeah. I'll be counting five, ten, twenty, honey, yeah. All right, man, it's time to play some Get Money, man. Head-to-head fan duel contest where Greg and myself will be drafting a team. We cannot select the same players, so we'll have different players on our rosters. Uh, Greg, do you remember who had the first pick last week? Uh, The first pick? Well, I remember two weeks ago you had the first pick and you took Derrick Henry. So that means I had Uh, the first pick last week. Uh, so and took Miles Sanders. That means week. you have the first pick. Oh, shout out to you take, taking T.J. Hawkinson at the start of the week, two of the first four, though. That's what's up. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt, man. You know, I, I, when I see something good, I can't. You know, I gotta, I gotta acknowledge it. Yes, sir. So yeah, you have the first All pick, right. sir. So I have the first pick. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, you already know what I'm doing. I already know. I feel like Alvin Kamara. Oh man. <laughs> Slid in, slid in, bro. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, eighty eight hundred. Give me that all day. Going oh, up against man. Detroit. Give me that all day. 
Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to just, you know, I went right there because I know who I want as a, a pivot. I'm going to just go with Dalvin Cook. He's been like my safe, oh, you know, if, you I, if no one, <laughs> someone's taken, I like Dalvin Cook every time um, against Houston. Uh, even a worse rush defense, uh, you know, than um, the Saints, I mean, the Falcons. So definitely start uh, him up against Houston. Yeah, man, I, I like that one. I'm going to go with my, oh, man, this is going to be so tough. Because there's so many things that I want to leverage against you, Greg, here. I'm going to go with uh, DK Metcalf. Ooh. My first wide receiver. 6,900. I like that. I like that. Um, As my second running back, I'm going to go David Johnson. My running back started the week uh, for 6,700. Dalvin Cook was 8,700, by the way. But I'm going in that same game, David Johnson. So that'd be nice for me, uh, all those points in that game. Yeah, I'm going to go at my other wide receiver. I'm going Tyler Lockett, 7,500. Ooh, you're ooh, you're taking all of that, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson throws four touchdowns again. Um, I'm in trouble, so they're looking good. Um, so as my first receiver, I'm going to go uh, for my – you took two receivers, so I'm, I'm going to go wide receiver – Go Odell, get that 6,600. He's my wide receiver start of the week, so I'm going to lock in my starts. All right. Um, for my third wide receiver, I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Boyd here. He's 6,000. Ooh. Okay. I like that. Against Jacksonville, yeah. So I have Odell. I took going against Dallas, 6,600. I'm going to go as my second receiver, Cooper Cup, your boy. Oof. 7,200 going against the Giants. Damn, that's a good one. I am going to go for my second running back. I'm going to go with James Robinson, my running back start of the week, 6,600 against Cincinnati. I like that for sure. Um, God, we got all of our starts of the week in there. I'm going to go for my third receiver. I'm going Will Fuller, slot him in, 6,100. Uh, so I'm I'm taking a lot of that Minnesota Houston game and still more to come, you know. <laughs> okay, well, I'm taking all of that uh, Seattle Miami game, and I I didn't bring it back yet, but I'm gonna bring it back right now. Mike Gesicki, tight end, 5700. Oh, oh, that hurt. That really hurt. <laughs> I was definitely had Mike Gesicki as my tight end, uh, for sure. <laughs> So I'm just going to take your tight end start of the week and just take TJ Hawkinson uh, okay. at 5,400. Um, slot mm-hmm. him in, and he's, he's, he's very cheap, still cheap. It's good. Yeah, for my defense, I'm just going to get that out of the way now because I, I know how you can be sometimes, Greg. For my defense, I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens, 5,000. You know me so well because I have Baltimore also <laughs> slid in there. Oh. Oh, yeah, I, was, I know. Saving all his money, you know. I could go high on defense. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go, I think, you know, I know you're going to like this one. I'm in the flex. I'm going to go with your guy, Rojo. You know, no Leonard Fournette. Oh, this man okay. is about to dominate yeah. touches. He's only 5,600 in the flex. Oof. Slide him in. Yeah, Chargers. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Except I like my flex more. I'm going with <laughs> Daryl Henderson, 6,400 against the New York Giants. Uh, and that means I have to slide in the quarterback in the defense. I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. You already know. Complete mm-hmm. that whole stack. 
with David Johnson and Will Fuller and get a lot in that game. Slide him in as my quarterback at 7,800. Oh, man. For my quarterback, right, so I got the... I got the Seattle passing attack, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, 50% of the targets, 50% of the area, or, you know, almost 80% of that team area yards there. I've got Mike Gusecki, so you know I got to somehow bring it back. So I'm going Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. Oh, what the, okay. I for sure thought you was going that Russell Wilson status. Oh, I could, I, could just not, I could not afford Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have no I have no money left, so it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, seventy one hundred. Nice, nice. Um, for me, I have to slide in a defense now because you stole that. Uh, I'm pivoting to the Rams defense against the Giants. Um, okay. Think they get at least some turnovers, or you know, and and just you know go against the defense, and hopefully you know make Daniel Jones look even more bad. So he's this this buy low is going to be super cheap. He'll be free almost. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll be he'll be free. Um, you know, Daniel Jones might might file a restraining order against against Aaron Donald after this game because he'll probably be harassing him yeah. most of the afternoon. Um, all right, Greg, let's run through our, our lineups, man. Um, I went first, so I'll read mine first. Uh, at quarterback, I have Ryan Fitzpatrick going against Seattle, seventy one hundred. Alvin Kamara going up against uh, Detroit, eighty eight hundred. James Robinson going up against Cincinnati, sixty six hundred. I got Tyler Lockett uh, going up against Miami, 7,500. DK Metcalf also going up against Miami, 6,900. And then I've got Tyler Boyd uh, somehow somehow attaching myself to my start of, my start of the week uh, at the quarterback position. Uh, Tyler Boyd, um, 6,000 going up against Jacksonville. Mike Gusecki um, going up against Miami, 5,700. Daryl Henderson up against the Giants, 6,400. And then the Baltimore Ravens defense. Going up against Dwayne Haskins, it uh, doesn't matter. I just want to go up against Dwayne Haskins, 5,000. I liked it. like it for sure. I'm going with Deshaun Watson at my quarterback, 7,800. Uh, going to that Houston game. Uh, then David Donson with the stack, uh, you know, 6,700. Um, and then after that, as my RB2, Dalvin Cook, just the guy you always can rely on, 8,700. Uh, as my three receivers, I have Odell Beckham Jr., uh, 6,600. Cooper Cup going against the Giants, uh, 7,200. And Will Fuller to complete that stack with the, uh, David Johnson and with Deshaun Watson in that same game, 6,100. TJ Hawkinson, your start of the week, uh, tied in, 5,400. Uh, and then Ronald Jones as my flex at 5,600. Uh, and the Rams defense um, going with them against the Giants, 4,800. I have, have $1,100 left. I don't know what to do with this. It's crazy. Oh man, weird. you got to find a way to spend that. You better upgrade I somewhere. I know. <laughs> you got to find this, a way to spend that. Looks, this, this, this lineup still looks so good, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. That's well. That's that's it, man. We, we played some get money. We went through starts of the week. We went through all the matchups. Yes, sir. Um, we are going to, uh, you know, obviously come back in tomorrow. Catch the DFS rundown and. Again, everybody, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy this this weekend slate of games. Good luck out there. Hopefully, y'all y'all go out and get these dubs. And uh, remember, hashtag DX Tribe. Uh, if you if you would like, please leave us a rate uh, rate and review the podcast. Five stars. That's always best. Uh, write the review. That always helps us out. Uh, and again, follow us on on Instagram and Twitter at FF Diagnostics. 
Follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. And then you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR Football Nerd. Uh, have a good one, everyone. And as always, we are out. We are.